we're gonna we're gonna i couldn't even drive yet i was like so we're gonna get dropped down there we're gonna go to a late screening at like like 10 30 because that's only when adults would go yeah this is on a school night um we're like, we go to 10 30 yeah. no one will know um and i'm gonna walk in as we're talking to each other i'm gonna be swinging my car keys <laughs> around my <laughs> finger so yeah. people think i'm out and i and i'd already bought the ticket I, my mum had already gone and bought the tickets so i didn't have to go to the counter i just had the tickets in my pocket I walk in swinging the swinging the keys on there walk up to the usher Barely look at him, just go, there you go, mate. That's the <laughs> conversation. And, and yeah, I'll buy two million stocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I uh, I went and watched a very sleepover, I had like a classic sleepover film watching experience. I thought you had a sleepover recently. <laughs> no, unfortunately, those were fun. It's like, that's called an affair, George. <laughs> no, I... Um, me and a couple of friends, we yep. always try and watch horror films together. We, we're the group that watched The Exorcist together. That's so cute. Um, and we watched a film that I'd never seen before, mm. which was, of course, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah, right. you said, yeah. And you've never seen it. No, I've not seen it. And I'm interested to hear. When I was watching it, I I got a sense of that of all the times this has been watched at like sleepovers by, throughout the years, because it is fun. It's fun, yeah, and it's jokey and it's uh, hokey and silly. It probably knew it was making it was making its film for the teenage cinema audience yeah. and like take your, take your date to go see this film. Yeah, and it, hold and me tight yeah, yeah. so I'm not scared of Freddy Krueger. Totally. When I'm watching it, I'm like, I can imagine it packed 80s theater. Yeah, people go, oh, oh, because it's gruesome. Oh, babe, let's go see Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. you're not scared, are you? Yeah. This is probably. I bet Americans are really annoyed because in the same yeah. way we get annoyed when Americans make fun of British culture. I'm taking what I know about American yeah. 80s culture and, and trivializing but that, it. But that's how the characters in the film talk. They're like, yes. "Come on, man, well, let's go upstairs. Let's have a good time." Yeah, it's got a very young Johnny Depp in it. It, it does. It, it's yeah, like 19. It's introduced. How's Johnny he Depp. doing in that film? Better than he is now. Yeah. <laughs> We should cut that. <laughs> no, that's funny. Leave it there. <laughs> well, we'll <leave> <laughs> um, yeah, I know it. I know it for obviously the Freddy Krueger nightmare scenes. I know it for the, the face coming through the wall. Yeah, paper. the plasticines kind of look. Yeah, but, uh, I bring it up because I just thought, well, when, when do you, I mean, we had such a laugh, you know, me and my mates. Yeah, and we just like it was silly. Did you see it, sorry, did you see it in a cinema or just at someone's flat? No, no, someone's someone's yeah. flat, and uh, it's not scary at all. It's just there's a, there's a subplot about there being an alcoholic mother. Okay, the main character's mum is is alcoholic. It's just like so like so obviously flagged like she's like getting bottles of vodka out from like behind the sofa and out of the airing cupboard it's just silly that's another thing I, I think is lost is like scary movies used to be really dumb yeah I know like they're not they're less dumb now they're all realistic found footage or they're like the sort of conjuring yes yeah. I, I remember like there, yeah like you said there would be really stupid characters and dumb things that were fun almost like a cathartic way to like make fun of the film as you're scared of it. Yeah, yeah, you that's, get that. Yeah, I think that's good. That's what it, I did. It as a offsets the horror. So, yes. you, so it's like, hey, what's that noise outside? I better go out wearing only my pajamas. Yeah. And like you're watching, you're thinking this is because what I what I used to do as a kid is we would go to outside the local in your pajamas. Outside of your pajamas. No, you would go to the local blockbuster video, spend 45 minutes just walking the aisles, going through, and it was such a physical library of, of, of videos. And then you'd go to the horror section, and I had no sense of what was good, what was a classic, yeah. what was just like recently come out. And you, I, I remember watching so many like trashy... Yeah. Um, trashy horror films like just like old things called like Madhouse and yeah. I think like one of the Amityville horror modern reboots like oh, just right, yeah. bad scary films yeah. that were just new 
And yeah, they were so bad you could make fun of them. And that yeah. was like, even though you were behind a pillow watching yeah. them, the, the fun bit is that like you proved you weren't scared by making fun of it. But I also think that with Nightmare on Elm Street was in, it, intentional. Like, it, that's part of the fun. Yes. I, I don't think it's like was ever meant to be taken like deadly seriously. Mm. You know, you mentioned about Blockbuster there. That used to be what I used to, oh, I used to love doing I used that. to love. One of my favorite And you'd get things. snacks as well. Yeah, and you, you, I remember seeing like the front cover of like Hellraiser. I remember thinking, "What the fuck is yeah. that? What the hell?" And you know, and you look at it, and you think, and you just became. I think it was so exciting because you're just suddenly where there's a whole world of like references and things that yeah. you have no idea. Your parents know, and everyone knows. But you're like, I don't know anything about this. Why? Why are they, these must be so important that they've been put here for my consumption? Yes, and 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 they're throwing. And you know, you sometimes like. You don't know the difference between this film and that film, but you might mention it to one of your parents. It was like it was like the ways you were exposed to films. It was like it was like there was no like influence marketing. Like that was the way yeah. you saw a library. That of films. was the that carousel. Was there was that, no like movies on demand. There yep. was no Netflix. That that was the carousel. That was the carousel. And you'd say I'd say to my, my dad or something like, "Oh, what do you think? Uh, you know, what what about this one?" And he'd be like, "No." Yeah, and, like, and you judging it, the book by its cover yeah, as well. Go, oh, always like oh, I saw that rubbish. Yeah. Uh, and then you, and, and and there's no barometer of how to i remember when i was a kid i used to revere films that had the 15 and 18 certificate because they were restricted and i looked on those like light red and dark red yeah. labels it's like oh, that, what is that film yes yeah, an 18 and you got to see yeah. an 18 yeah. and that whole that whole fun factor of getting into film and watching something you know you weren't supposed to and something yeah. that was much more risky and shocking but like i remember looking at films like oh i can't look at like what's kill bill volume one yeah and seeing like uh uma thurman with yeah. the bright yellow uh, not just the outfit but the front and then like the 18 and thinking oh i bet that's really violent but i had no context for who did me kill yes, bill yeah. what it was not only like fall in love with yeah. it later but just I, I remember seeing that in a blockbuster yeah there's something very sort of alluring about that dark red 18 symbol yes and there were things like i think now it's, it's pretty hard to get an 18 rating yeah and there are films now that like the godfather is an 18 that wouldn't be an 18 now that'd be a 15 no. Um, and the the US and the and the Europe have very much synced up their rating systems now. Yeah. Whereas for a long time in America you could be violent but not show nudity, yeah. and in the UK you could show nudity but not be violent. Yeah. And it was this weird thing where they, yeah. we had different values, uh, and now it's very much similar. Like R is R and M is M, etc. I uh, I used one of the fun games to play with a twelve A is to know how, you're allowed one F bomb really in, in, in a twelve A. Yes. And it's I always find it interesting to know when they get when the, when films choose to use it. So like they, yes. I don't know, like Bruce Almighty. When I saw that as a kid, do you remember? Do you remember that? Yes. Was like over to you, fuckers. Yeah. And um, I don't know, like I remember X Men First Class. There's a bit where Wolverine says that. Do you remember when? Fuck they, off. Yeah, 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 right. Yes. But then um, there was the discussion with Philomena, the Steve Coogan okay. film, when they had two f bombs in it, and they had to like, and they got a higher rating in the states really? because of it, and they had to go to. Uh, like the MPAA, the Motion Picture Association, the yeah, I think so, whatever. Yeah, um, and, and and campaign to be to have the certification drop because they were like the subject matter is still the same. You know, it's very important, and it's just this. And the, the swearing is actually very integral to these moments in the film. Um, I mean, I mean, let me have to be frank. It was a Harvey Weinstein campaign. He got yes. Judy Dench to campaign as M from Bond. Wow. Um, and uh, and it was and it was a success, success. I think I believe. I remember pre twelve A in the UK, it was just twelve. Yes, I know I this film comes up every yep. week. But the original Spider Man had a twelve theatrical release, and I was younger yep. than twelve. And I remember my mum wanted to go take me to see it, and I wanted to see it, and she says you need to not 
you need to behave like a big boy when you go to this film because otherwise yeah. there's a chance I'd be very surprised yeah, they wouldn't yeah. let me in but there's a chance they might go you're not safe yeah. to see this film which is kind of crazy but that, that was the thing did you ever sneak into any films as yeah, a teenager? Yeah I, I remember going to see um, uh, well I remember being sort of like 9, 10 and going to see 12 A's and yeah well, 12 well, A's you were allowed to. It was 12. Yeah. No, 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 12. No, no, 12. 12 A is you can go oh, if you're younger, if yes, you're accompanied sorry. by an adult, right? Yes. But I remember going to see 12 without, yeah, no, but that was fine. I do remember um, when I was 17, um, I completely over, over dramatized this, completely overthought this. this yeah. they, I, I remember wanting to see Drive, right? So yeah. I, went on, I went on a uni open day with a friend of mine. And uh, we like went all through London and like, we, we, we suddenly realized how susceptible we were, we were to tube marketing. Yeah, because we were sat on this tube and we kept seeing the big poster of Ryan Gosling walking in front of the, the car. Right, you've seen Drive. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, I want to see that. We said, yeah, we, we want to see that. But we were both seventeen, yeah. right? And newly seventeen. Okay. Yeah. And Drive is Fresh. Uh, Drive is green, a, <laughs> green, green in the gills or whatever to say. Yeah. Um, Drive is a is an eighteen, and you know, with, right, fair please, enough. Yeah. yeah. There's there's moments pretty pretty strong violence. Yeah. And we're like, how are we gonna do it? So we came up with this whole thing. I was like, right, we're gonna like, get rushing like you and yeah, George I, in the cafe, the roommate switch. Yeah. You're telling me you wanna do the roommate switch? And you're like, montage me fighting and jumping out. So I was like, okay, here's this what we're gonna do. We're gonna go. Here's I, the plan. I, I, and I, then I, it's yeah. like an Ocean's Eleven heist scene. I was like, um, we're gonna, we're gonna, I couldn't even drive yet. I was like, so we're gonna get dropped down there. We're gonna go to a late screening at like, like, 10.30, because that's only when adults would go. Yeah. This is on a school night. Um, we're going like, we to 10.30, yeah. no one will know. Um, and I'm going to walk in, and as we're talking to each other, I'm going to be swinging my car keys <laughs> around my <laughs> finger so yeah. people think I'm out of. And, I, and I'd already bought the ticket. I, my mum had already gone and bought the tickets, so I didn't have to go to the counter. So I had the tickets in my pocket, walk in, swinging the, swinging the keys down there, walk up to the usher, Barely look at him, just go, uh, there you go, mate. Back to the conversation. And, and yeah, I'll buy two million stocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that was the plan. So I walk in. I walk is, in. Sorry, I still do yeah. that in M&S when I'm buying wine and I don't have my wallet on me with ID. Oh, yeah. Because I don't want to like have to go, oh, I don't have my wallet. But I, do, I will hold my keys in no, my hand. No yeah. one's going to ID no. you, no, <laughs> but, um, So I walk in and I, I do that. I'm, I'm swinging the keys. I'm having a conversation. And I can see the usher coming up, and I'm walking. I get about like ten meters away, five meters, <laughs> two meters, and uh, as I'm getting closer, the, the usher's just like, "All right, mate." Yeah, I, I, I don't even have to do any of it. And yeah. I was like, "Oh," and I'm really because I, I built up this ruse. I was like, "I thought I was gonna have to have the whole moment of giving the tickets." Did, didn't even see the tickets. He just just let me go through. Wow. And I was like, "You are bad at your job." Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we went to see it, and it was great. That was pretty much the only time. But I think when I was younger, maybe I. Did like twelve A's and stuff, but but that I, was a, that was my lame, lame, lame attempt at sneaking. It's into always a movie. like that when you actually give it, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, go ahead." I remember buying alcohol from a from a Sainsbury shop the day I turned eighteen with my passport ready to be like, "Today is my birthday." Didn't get ID. I yeah, bought like yeah. two bottles of vodka. I didn't even ID me. It's the confidence I had. I am really glad I saw a drive in the cinema though. Yeah. Actually. Because I also felt like a huge ahead of the curve guy. Because oh, I yeah. went back to school and everyone started to get started to get go into to, it when it came did out. You not, did you not go see it? Oh, yeah. I did. They were like, oh, we saw, we saw Drive on DVD. That was really good. Yeah, I saw it in the cinema. Went late uh, with a friend of mine. Watched the whole head explode. Yep, that was the big mad. one for us was going to see The Hangover in the cinema. Yep. And it was like, oh, it's the funniest film I've ever seen. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. 
And then we, I remember I was, I would have been 14 maybe. And I went to go, we bought a ticket to Cars or Cars 2 or one of, oh, one of yeah. those films. And then it, we just matched up the screenings. Yeah. There was a three o'clock or whatever, snuck in to yeah. go see Hangover, made it through the whole time. And it was, it was, it, that film was funnier because I was getting away yeah, with the naughty, naughty yeah. element of going to see it. So that, that one was successful. And then like, we left, like, that was the funniest film ever. And just like, we can't believe we were like sneaking out the cinema after having watched Hangover. Second time, unsuccessfully. Tried to go see Pineapple Express. Oh, right. For, this for is 2008, a, you would have been about 13. Yes, and it was a 15. And maybe it was an 18, actually. No, no, it's That's not a 15. 18. And went with, like, I think it was too many people. The hangover it was, like, four of us. Yeah. I think we were, like, 11, 11 kids going no to see chance. Pineapple Express. Massively draw attention to yourself. So yeah. much attention. We, we managed to buy the tickets from the machine. You know, they've got the machines. Yeah, sure. Went into the cinema, and then all of a sudden, guy comes in with a torch. Before the film started, like, James Trenet, be like, I need to see ID from everyone. And then one guy was like, oh, I, we're, all, we're all 15. We've left our IDs at home. And it was like, no, just straight, well, straight my, out. My counter is like, what ID does a 15-year-old have? Yeah. What ID does actually 15-year-old no. have? I'd be like, what ID? Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm 15, but I, I, I'm what way do I feel? He's a pedo. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that, was, um, that, was, that was the growing up experience. Yeah. Them's the days. Interesting piece of news. There's going to be a Blade Runner 2099 live action series being developed at Amazon with Ridley Scott. Ridley. Ridley. Stop he's, it. He's, just, Stop he's just it, bringing Ridley. back all this stuff. You mentioned um, last week about the alien thing. It's like, come on, Ridley. Yeah. Uh, is that anything you're interested in? Not really. Yeah, um, I kind of want let, let a sequel go. from Denis you got Villeneuve. Away with or, it. You got away with it. With with twenty forty nine, I think more than people, got away with it. I think it, people you, thought that was a pretty interesting take. Yeah, yeah. that was good. Well done. Um, quit while you're ahead. I'd rather just like take 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 your ideas and make a new IP. Yeah, make make something new. I know it's hard, but just mm. just stop. How rare is it for like Blade Runner as it exists to have two just two things attached to it? As far yeah. as I'm aware, both are great, and just to yeah. not like rinse rinse the blood out of the stone till it's dry. I think also the um, which is hard to do because you can't get blood out of a stone. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the more you make it, so the more people will go back to Blade Runner thinking it's like this like strange. Uh, the, the, Basically, the more you make out of Blade Runner, the more you like demystify it. Blade Runner kind of yes. works like an oddity on its own. You know, it didn't make much money. It was this cult film for a long time. And when you watch it, it's very sort of misty and smoky. It's got that saxophone in it. There's a suspense and it's illusion of what it doesn't show you unless yeah. you fill in the imagination. And that's and that's quite nice. And then, you know, Blade Runner 2049 does something slightly different. It's heavier, it's very industrial. Um which is which is fine and it works, but I don't I don't need to have that story. You know, sometimes just things just end. Just let it end. Like mm. the, the the story's over. Go home. It's like I feel like Ferris Bueller. You know, like all of these, Bueller, where he's like, go home. Yeah. What are you still doing here? Like all of these, we will reserve our judgment till we see a good trailer. Exactly. Next, this next thing, I don't know if you're going to be interested in this, but Indiana Jones Five has wrapped shooting. Five, the fifth one. Do you, you want to know what I think about that? Yeah. Really, just nothing from you. So this one has got Phoebe Waller-Bridge is in it, and she's going to be playing a sort of. I think they're they're pushing her to be this potential replacement of Indy. And I what? don't. Re- yeah, so she's going to be in it as a companion. Did you know that? No. She's in it. I can't. I don't know if she's got writing credits on it. It sounds like she would. Look, but I, um, I, yeah, James Mangold. I, I, oh, you know Logan and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Look, I like. I like Indiana Jones. Me too. I don't, Apart from the fourth one. I don't need to see him, you know, 
come out of retirement and do his old old cranky stuff. He was stuff. old in the fourth one. Again, your new, all your news is the same. No, no, this yes. Is, no, it, no, it, no. It's, it's old IP being dusted off and... and that's, yeah. mate, that's the industry. Oh, that's, that's culture these days. Yeah. I know. We've run out of ideas. We've run out of ideas. It really is. It's... Let Harrison Ford just rest. Poor guy. Stop making him do Han Solo. Stop making him I'm come not, back as indie. I'm not saying it won't be good. It's a bit like the Toy Story 4 thing. It's like, I don't need it. Yes. I don't need it. Why is this healthy? Give me something new. For what, is he going to die said. at the end and have a proper send-off? Do... I like the idea that Indiana Jones is still out there yeah. doing his thing. I forget about the King with the Crystal Skull. Yeah. I like the idea of the way the third well, one who, ended. Who needs... Also, what a poison chalice for Phoebe Waller-Bridge to take on an, an, an old IP, a 40-plus old IP to... What, break out? Money. It's like what I said to you about Ghostbusters Afterlife. It's like, yeah. who cares? Who cares anymore? Every week I'm like, shall I watch that? I go, uh, no. No. It, who's it for? You know, I, I ha- sorry, when I was on a plane, I saw, I, I saw someone on the seats ahead of me watching it. Yeah. And I, I, it, I, the little snippets I caught didn't convince me anymore, but I still, I now feel like I've seen it, even though I really haven't. I've watched the pitch meeting and the honest trailer, and I think I've got the gist. Yeah. <laughs> James? Yes. I want to talk to you about movie trailers, mm. okay? Right. Trailers are, you know, a quintessential part of the movie-going experience. hundred percent. I actually once got shushed at a cinema for talking during the trailers. Oh, I, get, that's, that's I, okay. I think it's also harsh because, uh, you know, the cinema is also a social space. I'm yes. I know, don't talk during the film. But, no. but then I brought this up with some people and they're like, yeah, don't talk during the trailers. Oh. Anyway, um, I got, we, we've watched a lot of trailers recently. New yes. stuff, right? Reacting to it. And I got me thinking, like, what, what are actually some of the best trailers that I've seen that almost, like, transcend... Uh, the film itself. They yes. become vid- they become bigger than anything the film could have been. Yeah, and you what you you find yourself rewatching the trailer because it gives you in its own sort of microdose way. One thing I will give to this like modern Comic Con superhero genre that we now live in is how much they they clearly value the effect and power of a trailer oh, yeah. and they know how to get you nostalgic, excited. Yeah. And it's such a fun part of being into films is seeing what's coming up yeah. and seeing like the approach that someone's going to take. And yeah, I, I love watching trailers so much. Yeah. Um, who doesn't love that anticipation kind of feeling? So I want to talk about like what I actually, looking back over the past few years, mm-hmm. What are our favorite trailers? What yeah. are some of the best trailers we've seen? It, it's hard because you've got so many out there. So many good ones. Um, but we've had a little think. I did tell you this ahead of time. Mm-hmm. We've just done a little recap of the ones we think we're going to talk about. And I think we should talk about the one we both, we both came, we've got two different ones and one same one. Yeah. So why don't we start with the one we both agree with? This is like one of the most famous, most effective trailers have ever happened to me. And it's obviously... Wait, I'm going to build up even more. Okay. There, there was mad hype for this. Film. So, so this is a, was, a year out like, from the, over a year yeah, out. Over a year you. away from the film coming out. There was just incredible anticipation. And then suddenly it was like trailer dropping like two days time. And I remember sitting there, I was at uni. It was yeah. just waiting up and, I, and it just suddenly came up and it was like, it's available to watch. And I was completely alone in the house. I couldn't believe, I thought it was fake. I had to yeah. check yes. on YouTube yes. that yes. it was legit because there were all these videos about what it could be. And all you had at that point yeah. were interviews with the director, yeah. little articles about approach, yeah. whether or not it was actually going to continue on from what we thought. Yes. Um, this the, trailer was, of course, for Star Wars Force Awakens. The first teaser. Yes, it's it's that, barely yes, a it's trailer. First teaser, there are teaser. more. There's more black screen in this trailer than there is actual motion picture. Mm, yeah. Because it's it's it starts with music rising, a black screen, 
a desert and you know it, just showing Star Wars fans a desert yeah. sends your mind asking a million questions yeah. and then it has which I think is unfortunately one of the it's the, one of the coolest sides of, of, the, of the reboot, uh, which is a, a, a defected stormtrooper, which I think is one of the most interesting. Mm. I'm, I'm talking like in, in, in a vacuum outside of the, the sequels after that. But like the idea yeah. of a defected stormtrooper, I think is such a cool concept. Yeah. Um, you just see like Finn's sweaty face yeah. and it's just filled with dramatic tension. Yeah. Straight away, it's like plot is happening. You yeah. don't know what it is, but here's some yeah. plot. And it's just him breathing heavily, cut straight away. And it just... Yeah, it's, it's, as you said before, it's... Um, oh, you said exploding before. with enthusiasm. It's like... A series of gifts. It's a series of gifts. They it's it, it, it's beautiful how little they tell you. Yeah. They take these massive things that um, massive content. Mass, <clears throat> they take these big iconic things, sounds, and and render them in a such a tantalizing way. So you like the desert, a little bit of a stormtrooper, a, ro a robot, yeah, a droid that looks a bit like a droid but isn't quite a droid, an X-wing going. A thousand yeah. miles an hour and you're shooting like yeah. along the water with it flipping yeah. up the steam of the water stormtroopers that look slightly different with yes. slightly different guns yes. going, like, uh, and the ramps coming uh, down an unknown scavenger flipping some noggles on a, on a floating bike and yeah. zooming off and then you and get this voiceover from what we now know is Andy Serkis as this mysterious dark figure there has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Of course, you've all. We all felt it's, it. Yeah, yeah. I feel it. Um, and there's just two words, which is well, two, two sentences. The dark side. And, you and see then it. you just get this shot of this mysterious figure, and it's cloaked so black cloaked black figure, hooded in a dark wood, and he pulls out a lightsaber that is not like a normal lightsaber. Yeah. It's got a, a cross hilt. Ah, uh, but even, even the way that happens, though. Sorry. Yeah, and and the lightsaber is different. It's familiar, but it, it's like roaring and spitting and yeah. sparking. You can tell this is like a broken bootleg yeah. lightsaber. Yeah, and, and it cuts off those two bits to the side like a broadsword. Yes, like an old, like an old like fashioned medieval knight yes. kind of thing. Um, the dark side, and then you just it goes to black, and the light, and it has this upside down Dutch angle shot of the Millennium Falcon with the, the fanfare. The full Star Wars thing turned up to 11. Blah, blah, blah. And the, the Millennium Falcon just does this. What I can only describe is a, is a spaceship U-turn yeah. twisting up into the air, banking. And the camera's just ever so slightly not yes. quite catching up to your view. Just as it banks on the sand, these two TIE fighters just go... <gasps> And then it's boom, Star Wars, we're in. Christmas. And you're just like... Yeah. Again, I think what the, the Star Wars sound design is is yeah. probably the most famous sound design in the world. And it knows it in that yeah. trailer because the sounds are yeah. watered back. And that's where it gets you. It's almost a trailer designed by like psychologists to, to they know how yes. to like, get to the deep part of it. I, I remember... It's um, seven TikToks. Uh, it, <laughs> it's seven TikToks. TikTok went, that trailer was pretty good. What if we designed a whole <laughs> app around yeah. that entire function? I, I remember watching that uh, on my own because like, I was in my flat and I, and I just couldn't believe it. I was so excited by it. And then like, I was just waiting to like share it with someone. Uh, yeah. And then I heard my flatmate come in and like I heard him come upstairs. And I opened my room door and I was like, mate! And he was on the phone and I was like, oh, and I had to like hold it. Hang up! And anyway, he was there just like having a chat, chatting for ages. And I was like, is he talking about it? Has he seen it? Anyway, then he hung up and he came in. He was like, yeah, what's up? I was like, <laughs> the trailer's out. And I was like, he was like, okay, so we watched it. And when it got to that bit you're talking about with yeah. the Millennium Falcon and it soars, and then it goes, Dun, Star Wars, we both 
just even threw just, our hands up in the air. We were like, yeah! <laughs> even just rewatching it now, yeah. my leg is like shaking yeah. and I'm like ready to just go mental. But like, I remember like hanging out with you for the first yeah. time. Yeah. We were in a play together and it was just like, if you were speaking to anyone who liked films at that point, yeah. you just were quoting that. And we would essentially like mouth the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Like we'd be like, flum, 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 flum. <laughs> the dark side. Yeah. And the light. So that was, you know, it was over a year away. It was That came out in November 2014. And you, just, you had a whole year to just fill in the gaps yeah, with your, talk about like the facial expression and who is that? Do you think that's so-and-so's yeah. daughter? Who's that guy? Yeah. Is he the son of it? You just had no idea. You know, whatever happened with that trilogy, whatever your opinion is, like I will always have a very, very cherished yes. uh, fondness for that for that p- period of time because there mm. had been no Star Wars for, for ages. You know, yes. like, just, like 10 years. Starved. And it was coming back and you felt like it was in good hands and that trailer made you, re- put you at ease. You're like, oh, yes. this looks These great. These people get it. They yeah. know what Star Wars is. And just that excitement. I remember spending like the whole of 2015 talking to people going like this is going to be the biggest I'm, I'm really looking forward to it it's yeah. going to be and it I've felt never like been the, so it felt like the second before. coming it yes. felt like it was coming back and I loved The Force Awakens and I, I really still do and I think I, I think it just delivers. It's, it's such good fun. I actually want to rewatch it on a sick day. I think yeah. I think we'd love it. I also want to shout out the actual trailer that followed, which was also brilliant, which showed us so much more. But it had like one of my favorite lines from Han Solo, which is like. The Force, the Jedi, it's true. Yeah. All of it. It's such a wonderful line to come from Han Solo in the same room where he said, I don't believe in this yeah. hokey pokey stuff. And that's the follow-up trailer where it shows like the charred mask of Darth Vader, doesn't yes. it? And it ends with him going, Chewie. Is that when he ends up with him going, Chewie? Oh, I will finish. Yeah, what I started. What you started. Yeah. Oh, and then so he goes, And you hear the Empire Strikes Back love theme. So good. Well, um, We've just heard us nerd out completely yeah. about that trailer. Force Awakens. That's teaser. something we had in common. That's something we bonded about. But, yes. but we also respectively have different trailers that really stick yes. with us. Which one do yours first? Sure. So we've we've mentioned this film and this trailer in previous episodes, and I think that's what inspired this segment. Yeah. But the trailer for the film, The Social Network, directed by David Fincher, is A, I think one of my, when I think about it, it's probably one of my favorite films, and it's yes. one of my favorite trailers. The film is good for so many ways, and it, it still hangs up, and I could go on to a whole other video about why I think it deserves mm. a, a very different but similar sequel. But the trailer to this film is so, so good. We just watched it, and I, I forgot that it has this chilling, reduced piano mm. uh, creep Radiohead theme. Yes. That's, and the first half of this trailer is just really close up screenshots of what Facebook used to look like yes. in its first origins of people just posting, putting pictures of their baby, mm. pictures of their friends night out, commenting. Pictures that are so um, zoomed in on the screen that you can see the individual pixels of yes. the screen and people typing their status. And it's actually and capturing like people sharing for the first time. Mm. And it's like, feel like crap today or yeah. like just woke up. Yeah. And, it, and it, it starts with this like, chilling child choir of like, I don't care if it hurts. I mm. want to have control. Mm. I want a perfect body. And it's like poetry and it just rings so true. And you've got this magnetic voiceover from um, Jesse Eisenberg as Mark Zuckerberg just talking about like, I want to be part of the clubs. I want to create an exclusive mm. experience. Mm. Uh, why? Because because they're fun. And you can tell like the cogs turning him in his head mm. of what he's missing out on mm. and what he wants to essentially nullify, which is like the importance of social status not being accessible to everyone. Mm. Um, and it just builds into I want to this. I take the entire college experience. 
and put it online. Yeah, it's like, yeah. like and meanwhile, the choir is still the building choir behind. choir raises, like, and you can see all these scenes that just escalate off things, smashing, people having sex, yeah. They're fights, saying they stole the Facebook. It's like, if, if you'd have been the inventors of Facebook, you would have invented Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And there's people like smashing things, like fighting, yeah. like things falling in, burning, yeah. parties. You know what's cool? A billion yeah, dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I'm CEO, bitch. Yeah. Um, and you just start, if first time seeing that trailer, oh my God, what is the story of how this thing and got then it made? Builds the, just the tagline, which is, you don't get, get to 500 million friends without making a few enemies. Yeah. Boom. It's like that, that site got 2,200 views in a day. 1,000. Yeah. 22,000. 22, Your best friend is suing you for yeah. $600 million. Oh. It's just yeah. like, there's so many great scenes which I find myself watching on YouTube, which is like, you have part of my attention. Yeah. You have the minimum amount. It's, it's, the I rest mean, of my attention is at the offices of Facebook where my colleagues are doing yes. things that neither you or your client are intellectually or mentally capable yeah. of doing. It's, it's um, so good. It's a wonderful, it's a fantastic film. I agree. It's Adler, one of my favorites. Great trailer. So good. Um, uh, performances from like young Andrew Garfield, young Jesse Eisenberg, young Army, young Army Hammer, really, really good. Yeah, just and that, that trailer you get, I think you get chills coming out of it, mm. and it that film is more and more interesting as time goes on because of what Facebook has gone yes. on to become, and I think because of how interestingly yes. they portray the character of Mark yeah. Wahlberg in that. I said this just earlier, but I, I want a sequel. I want it to not be the same film, but I want that approach and that attention yes. to detail of what Facebook was and the yeah. fact that it was made as this, started out as this comparison site at yeah. Harvard. Mm. These, these kids who have got no idea the power of what they've created mm. and the influence that has had, I think would make for another fantastic film and I want Sorkin attached. And mm. yeah, it, it, it can't go wrong with that. Film. But I, and as a trailer, it just does that perfect thing of, I want to see this. I, I want, want to see, see it, and I want to see it right now. I want to know the story. Yeah. I want to know the characters, and and just like the scene of um, Andrew Garfield storming out of that boardroom, walking yeah. towards, yeah. and he just grabs his laptop and smashes yeah. it on yeah. on the ground. You just there, like what what yeah. happened? How is that? How has it got to that? Um, such a cool trailer. Great trailer. Great film. Um, I agree. Okay, so I'll tell you about mine. Yeah, and I because I just showed it to you. Yeah, and you're probably thinking, oh, I hadn't thought about this film. I hadn't. Yeah. This film was about 10 years old, and I remember seeing the trailer for it in like summer 2011. And uh, it wasn't coming out for like. It was delayed. It was for delayed, a while, was yeah. It? So it was meant to come out at Christmas. It didn't actually come out until a year later. And this is the trailer for Baz Luhrmann's The Great Gatsby. Yeah. What I just can't describe necessarily how it breaks down, but it's just got this intoxicating, heady mix. In the trailer, it captures exactly what makes Gatsby an interesting story, in that it's this hedonistic just alluring tale. So you think, obviously, 1920s New York, but it begins with Jay-Z and Kanye. Yeah. From Watch the, the soundtrack was one of the most yeah. hyped elements oh, of it. Absolutely. it was going to be a Baz Luhrmann treatment. Yeah, with right? Baz Luhrmann, you're going to have great music and great flair. And then it cuts to New York, 1922, and you're on the bridge with the speeding motor car. And, and the, and the are... setting is, uh, I'd like to describe it as almost on the verge of dream logic. Yes. The way in which the film yes. shoots and portrays its setting and its characters. And, yes. and even, even the dialogue in certain sequences, it does doesn't you, you're not you're not watching this like you would uh, a, a Forster adaption. It, yeah, it's, it's almost um, flipped in that the Great Gatsby, the 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 setting and the period detail and everything that is the main character, and yes. all the other stuff is actually like secondary. Yes, and you get that in the trailer, and you get the shots of like Times Square in the twenties, and it's just roaring and booming, like the golden car like beaming down. Yeah, yeah. So, and you just and 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 he's the rip roaring twenties. This voiceover of Toby Maguire, isn't it? Caraway being like the restlessness approached. Yeah, hysteria. Hi, nice to meet. 
stage show and Elizabeth be new. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's <laughs> a young Elizabeth Debicki as Jordan. Yes. In it. And um, and then it cuts to uh, Mr. Gatsby would like to speak with you. And then it cuts Gatsby? to quiet. As the, what Gatsby? Yeah, 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 Mr. Gatsby doesn't exist. Fireworks, fireworks. I heard he's a myth. <laughs> and then goes quiet. And then it's like um, cuts to the sound of rain. And Daisy's waiting there for him. And you just I see this shot of Leonardo DiCaprio soaked in rain. Yeah. And then Old you sport. hear this... Dung, 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 yeah. These chords, which is actually a Jack White cover of a U2 song yes, called yeah, Love yeah, is yeah. Blindness. And it's like... Dung, dung, I'm certainly glad to see you again. Dung, dung, I'm certainly glad to see you as well. <gasps> it had amazing music. It was an amazing uh, song from uh, Florence and the Machine. of uh, I think it was like Green Light in My Eyes or Green Piano. Right. That's re- really, really good music. I mean... I don't dislike this film as much as a lot of people do. I know sure. a lot of people find this film very irritating. Yes. People who really love the book. I've studied this book twice academically, but not yes. read it. Right? Well, we, that's like, just on this point, mm. we were of the generation that had studied it, and then the film like came out immediately after we had studied yes. it. Right? So it was very. We were ripe to watch it. So I, you know, can can get why people are irritated by it, but I always enjoyed yeah. its artistic flair more than I was faithful to the core elements of the plot. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, we, we were just, there's a flash of that scene in that trailer, which is the hot summer's day lock-in oh, yeah. that, that plays out like a like a stage play. Yeah. And it, just amazing performances from Joel Edgerton, I, Leo DiCaprio. Joel Edgerton is I, 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 such I said a said to you while we were yeah. watching it, Carrie Mulligan is, is such a versatile actor yeah. and, she, and she's good, she's good in everything and also in this. <laughs> Do you know what? I hate not to disrespect, but it's like, yeah. actually, if you look at that scene, it's like Leonardo DiCaprio, Carrie Mulligan, Joel Edgerton, Elizabeth Debicki and Toby Maguire. Yes, I mean Toby. Toby Maguire's not bad. He he's he he works for me as an effective narrator. But there's something in a lot of Toby Maguire films where he is a little bit wet. Yeah. Oh, completely. Oh, and, and like again in Spider-Man No Way Home. It, I it's I love there. him for being core to the oh. old Peter Parker, but he is a little bit moist. Um, totally. And I think it works as a good contrast to Gatsby. Yep. In this, because he he is a he is a, a, a much of a passive observer of the happenings of that of, yeah. that, of that of the of the film, um, but yeah, it is it is funny how he he has less to do in the, the great acting moments of that mm. film. I I didn't mind actually the Great Gatsby, you know, Baz Luhrmann's well. I loved the Baz Luhrmann treatment he gave to the real flair of the twenties. I yes. think he really got like not Gold only and the green, not just the roaring goldness, but also like the tragic, like downside of it as well. Like, yeah. you know, the, the real ash heaps you get when they drive out of town, you know, with the, the eyes of Dr. Eckelberg, you know, on the, on the billboard, there's something very um, writ large and wonderful and wondrous and kind of monstrous yeah. about the whole thing. But I, I think there are scenes um, of intimacy between like, um, Leo DiCaprio and oh sorry of Gatsby and Daisy rather that because there's so much green screen in it so much that it just feels very flat there's one like moonlit scene I'm just like this is on a soundstage in like yes. Australia isn't it Pete, uh, Tony McGuire in the in the rain like looking yeah. up but like as, as much as I agree it, I, I reckon the visual effects don't age very well if I was to sit down and watch it right now as much as I agree it is a large in life depiction, I think considering the writing and the dialogue, to have shot that or tried to make that film in a more grounded, less Baz mm. Luhrmann-esque way, mm. I think the dialogue would have gone slightly, uh, it would have fallen flat and not, yeah. not hit in the same way. I like that it's dream logic and it is about like the obsessive compulsions of a man yeah. determined to go and find something and do something. To shoot it in that way, in like, yeah. as I said before, almost a dreamlike state, it lends itself more to that dialogue. It's not dry. 
No. A period, you always look at like a period adaptation. It's a feast you know, the eyes. You always think, is that going to be very dry? It's absolutely not dry. And that's, yeah. that's one of the best things about it. Um, I mean, great book. And the trailer just... <laughs> Thanks, George. <laughs> great book. If you hadn't heard, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I say it's really good. Yeah. It's a Five stars it's a, from Pulp Kitchen. It's not just the Gatsby, it's the great Gatsby. Yeah, it's great um, for a reason. Uh, and, and the trailer, just to get back to it, is just full of that yeah it's the attitude of having modern music in it it's very it's almost melodramatic yeah and intoxicating as a result it's a melodramatic retelling of that story and that's what it's trying to be but that talking about how we studied it as an academic text i remember the first time i i I watched that trailer i'd i'd put it on the whiteboard the interactive whiteboard in my english class being like they've just released a trailer for the book we've been studying should we watch (laughs) it guys guys and i found something relating to our studies i remember remember my english teacher going oh that looks very good actually i think i might see that (laughs) anyway um Although quite depressingly, I think I watched that film on an iPad. <laughs> I'm ashamed to I say. I think I watched it on a MacBook. Good lord. Yeah. Just, Just as Baz, Baz would have intended. There you go. I mean, if you don't even watch the films again, watch the trailers. Go and watch the, the teaser trailer for The Force Awakens, yeah. the Social Network trailer, and the trailer for The Great Gatsby. We should do this again. I want to do We should do this again trailer. sometime. Yeah, I love this. We should do another review of trailers because I think that'd be fun. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Pulp Kitchen. Don't forget that we post a new episode of this show every single Wednesday, as well as extra content and reviews throughout the week. Don't forget to also follow us on TikTok and Instagram for plenty more stuff. If you're listening, please give this show a review. And if you're watching, please give it a like and subscribe. It really does make a difference. See you you next week. week.